Hello, Encounter students. Thank you for joining us on this live stream. I'm Pastor Zach, and I'm joined here with one of our worship leaders, Cassidy Deal. Hey, guys. And we are here wanting to talk about the spiritual discipline of prayer. Now, before we get into it, I hope you notice our little table here, but we wanted to make sure that you were involved. So we grabbed this little picture. It has all of you guys in it from Fall Retreat this past year. So if you're at Fall Retreat, you are on our live stream. And so we are are so excited to be gathered with you today. You are our audience and we are excited to have you join. So before we jump right in, we just want to connect with you and let you know that in this time, we are working towards gaining a discipline and, and growing in our personal walk with God that is built outside of the church. And if you are following us on Instagram and YouTube and on Facebook, you've noticed that we are doing encounter moments. And these are moments where we are diving deeper just a little bit more into learning how to have a personal Bible study, the uh, art of praying and the discipline of fasting, along with having lives of service and walking in community. And so if you need to grow in your spiritual walk, and all of us do, I have learned a lot from it uh, myself and grown from it. And you can go back and watch those videos and continue to watch, watch with us as we learn to grow in our personal walk with God in these unprecedented times. And so what our topic today is, we are doing Q&A style last week, and these are your questions. These are the questions that you have and have asked us in regards to developing a personal relationship with God in regards of prayer. So Cassidy, why don't you read the first question we have? All right. To start it off tonight, our first question is going to be, when should I pray? See, that's a good question because we, if you've referenced yesterday's day four encounter moments, we kind of dove into this idea. And so a lot of us always ask, when should we pray? Cassidy, when's the time you normally pray during the day? A lot of times it's when I'm in my car, usually in the car on the way to work or after work, especially if it's a crazy day and then also before bed. Yes. And I, I find like the number one time that people actually pray is before they eat. Right, before right, they eat right. their food, it is normally that normal prayer of God, bless this food, nourish it to our bodies, mm -hmm. even though it's like vastly unhealthy, <laughs> and bless the hands that prepared it, and, right. and give them a double blessing if I'm the one that prepared it sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's a great opportunity for us to pray. But we also pray a lot of times in hard times, in difficulties, and right. in situations that are uh, very hard. And sometimes we pray when everything's going great, when everything is happy and everything is going in our favor. And sometimes we pray when we are giving thanks to God. And I think it's not necessarily a question of when I should pray, but it's kind of the, what should the frequency of my prayer be? Right. And we talked about this yesterday in first Thessalonians five seventeen. it says, pray continually or pray without ceasing or some translations say never stop praying. So really the answer to that question is when should I pray? You should always pray. Right. It should never be a wondering of, oh, is this the right time to pray? Or can I pray later? Or should I pray later? No, the word of God tells us that we should pray now in, in every season, whether it's the the good or the bad, whether it's a disciplined mm -hmm. time of what, what you have in your car and on your way to work and coming home from work, right. or it's just the mundane, monotonous times of praying before we eat. Mm -hmm. So the answer to that is we should pray all the time. Yeah, I definitely agree. Being in constant communication with God is so important. You know, even if it's just like a little small 
here or there chat on your way to work or um, before you go to bed, before you eat. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, so our next question is going to be, how do I pray? Yes, this is a question that you guys ask us all the time. How do I pray? And I think that is something that I'm continually learning. And I know that Cassidy is continually learning. And I want to break this down into two different parts. How do we pray? First, I want to really kind of address the the posture of prayer. Mm -hmm. I want to address how should we pray? Because there are some denominations where they go, okay, kneel at your seat. Um, There are some denominations that say stand. And sometimes people um, pace, people lay flat on their face, people... Um, are they have a different variety of postures and it really is not a matter of what your posture is in that moment it has more to do with the posture of your heart so how should I pray it doesn't matter if you're kneeling it doesn't matter if you're laying on your face it doesn't matter if you're sitting at a seat it doesn't matter if you're pacing around the room how uh, what should you do when you're praying or how should you pray it really is however you feel comfortable for me, if if I sit sit too long, I normally get I lose sight and track of my thinking. Get antsy. It, I get antsy, and so I'm normally one of those pacers. I remember in at Lee, Lee had a, a prayer chapel at North Cleveland Church of God that was open for all Lee students. And I would go there in the morning and I would go there after work. Mm-hmm. And in the morning was good because I was awake, I was alert, I was paying attention. Uh, but come after classes and ask after work, I would go up there and I'd be just a little tired and I'd be like, you know, I'm just going to lay on, lay down for a minute. And it normally be like 20 minutes later, I'm waking up and going, wow, God, praise thanks the Lord. For the rest. Thanks. thanks for that rest. And so my only caution is you probably need to figure out what is the best <laughs> posture for you? Cause if you fall asleep, in a minute like in school and in college i mastered the five minute nap and it would find me at any point of the day and so if you are prone to falling asleep make sure you're walking around make sure you're Mm -hmm. upright Um, but if walking around makes you very distracted make sure you sit down and 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 lay down uh lay down or take a moment to to rest yourself so that's Mm -hmm. the posture posture doesn't matter and the the question of how do i pray it really is simply just talking to God. Right. It's like, it's a natural, normal conversation of what me and Cassidy are having. And the reason me and Cassidy can have natural, fluid conversation is because we communicate with one another frequently. We right. hang out with each other. We have the same friends. We have the same common interests at times. And, and we have developed a, a friendship together that makes conversation fluid and easy. Mm-hmm. And as you begin to talk to God and as you begin to grow in your relationship with God, the idea of prayer becomes very simple. It's right. very simple of just talking. You don't have to have a formalized King James Version language of thou and art. It, it can be your own personal language. It could be however you would talk to someone else. It could be extremely casual. It doesn't have to be this thing that is so, um, so formal and, and, and so professional, but it is a posture where you can really just talk to him as your friend, as, Mm -hmm. as a parent, as, as your best friend, as a, as someone you're in a relationship with. It's it's about a comfortability. And so how should you talk to God? Talk to him how you want to talk to him. Mm And, and to be honest, there are times where we come and have you ever been angry at God or yes. disappointed? <laughs> yes. And 
sometimes it's okay to talk to him as you're disappointed, yeah. as you're angry. And sometimes you may have a little bit of a, a tone in your voice, but God's not intimidated by that. No. He doesn't look at the frustration of our life, but he'll stop and he's like, oh, well, they're talking to me. They're communicating. <laughs> and it is through communication that hardships and miscommunications and hurts can be resolved. Right. So how do I pray? However you want to pray. How do I talk to God? However you want to talk to God. Yep, I certainly agree. Um, our next question is going to be, what do I pray for? See, that's a, that's a very interesting question of what do I pray for? And the reality is it goes all the way back to 1 Thessalonians 5.17. You can pray about anything, pray ceaselessly. Yeah. And what I really like is, I'm glad I have my Bible here, is because <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's Philippians. It's Philippians, I believe, what is it? Four... It's four, seven, and it says, um, four, six, and seven, it says, be anxious about nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, give your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So what does Philippians tell us is to be anxious about nothing, but pray about everything. It's not just, don't just pray about the things that make you anxious. Pray about the things that don't make you anxious. Right. Pray about the things that you, you love, you enjoy. You like, pr uh, pray about the conversation you're about to have next. Pray about the next um, time you walk into work. Pray about mm -hmm. what you should watch on TV, what you should listen to, what you should eat. Pray about anything because mixing First uh, Thessalonians 5.17 with Philippians 4, 6, and 7 really gives us a strong theology that we really need to be communicating to God about everything. Right. And as we are communicating with him and as we are bringing our requests to him, it could be simply asking God, hey, I have a headache. Can you help me with my headache? Mm -hmm. Or it could be something so big as my friend's mom has cancer. Can you heal her right. or can you be with her? But it also can be so simple of, God, I'm, I'm sitting here on the couch and, and in my quarantine and my self-isolation, and I'm feeling lonely. And so, God, can yeah. you just be present with me? Can you, can you be here? Mm -hmm. And I know that there's been times I've had to say that in my house of going, okay, God, there's no one here, no one here to talk to. Mm -hmm. But God, can you be present in this moment? Can you be here? Can you make your residence with me? And so we should really not be anxious about anything. When we are anxious, our first inclination is go to God, talk right. to God. I'm anxious. God, I'm right. anxious about whatever is going on in my life. But it also is like, maybe you're not anxious. Maybe you've experienced that peace that, that passes all understanding and Thanks you're just God. going, yes, <laughs> God, thank you. Just thank you that I'm here and I'm having this moment yeah. and I'm here resting in you. And so the answer is, what should I pray about? It, it's anything, anything on your mind. I like yeah. to really think of it as like, if it matters to me, how much more does it matter to God? Right. If it matters to me as an individual, how much more does it matter to God? The one that cares for me, the one that cares about my peace of mind, he cares and he desires for me to be at peace more than I desire to be at mm -hmm. peace. He desires for me to walk not anxiously, uh, way more than I desire not to walk anxiously. Yeah. And so if it matters to me, it matters to God. And so therefore it becomes what I pray about and what I talk to God about. Mm -hmm. And in closing with that, how do you personally pray? 
yes that is specific quirks or anything like that um no i think i'm necessarily like i i'm definitely a a pacer i will pace yeah. my house I'll pace the sanctuary. I'll pace the youth room on a Wednesday night mm -hmm. um, in preparation for service. But I, I normally am walking around and I like to have a little bit of music in the background. I like mm -hmm. to have a little bit of um, maybe some Bethel, maybe some Hillsong, maybe yeah. just some instrumental music. Mm -hmm. um, something to, to just create a, a mood and something that is just there present. And what I normally start at is I normally begin really um, every prayer with, with God, thank you for your spirit. Thank you that your spirit is inside of me, that your spirit is empowering me. Um, I am so grateful for the power of the Holy Spirit in my life and in the activity of the lives of the people around me that it is such a privilege for the Holy Spirit to dwell inside of us that I don't ever want to miss a moment of going, God, thank you that your spirit is inside of me. And when I get beyond that, I really just kind of get to the point. Like I don't try to flutter around and try to tiptoe around God. Mm -hmm. if, if I feel dirty or I feel like I've sinned or I feel like I've fallen short, I want to get right to the point. Right. I don't want to waste time in shame or in condemnation, no. tiptoeing around the issue. I want to get right to the point. Mm -hmm. And if there's something going on or, or something I'm feeling, I may just talk. And it may be about how I'm feeling in that moment, what I'm worried about, what I'm thinking about. I'm, I'll stop and I'll, I'll pray before I leave my house most days of God, lead my steps, help me, help me with every interaction, help me to be passionate, help me to lead people to you, help me to treat people like you and see them as you are. Yeah. And so there becomes sort of a ritualistic moment in my prayer times in the mornings of just kind of a reminder and it becomes a resetting and it becomes a, a rededication to the Lord. I remember at Lee, when we would finish chapel, we would all um, recite a, a verse in Psalms, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And that becomes a great moment to pray the word. And we'll mm -hmm. talk about that right. in, in the next couple days of learning how to pray and pray the word. And it becomes a reminder uh, and a declaration with God and myself of God, mm -hmm. Help me let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you and that you are my strength. You are my my redeemer. And so prayer for me is is active. It's it's moving. And I try to partner Thanksgiving and I try to get right to the point, yeah. not because God doesn't have time and not that he's trying to fit me in a schedule. But I try not to let myself dance around the issue because what that says is I don't believe that God's forgiven me. I don't believe that God's yeah. healed me. I don't mm -hmm. believe X, Y, and Z. And so I try to make myself get right to the point, whether I feel like it or I don't feel like it, whether I feel like I can mm -hmm. or I can't, I just make myself get right to the point. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, personally, I think I'm definitely in the same boat as far as I have to be moving whenever I pray. If I'm not, I get distracted or I fall asleep yes. really quickly. Um, but completely agree with that. Um, our next question is going to be, if you could go back and tell your teenage self anything about prayer, what would it be? Oh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> it is. Um, for me, I think what I would say to 16-year-old me, teenage me, someone that would be in counter student ministries is to pray, is to do it. 
is to do it and not just do it when it's hard, not just do it when I'm asking God for forgiveness, but to do it on all occasions. Do it as I'm going to school. Do it as I'm doing my schoolwork. Do it as I'm going to work. Do it as I'm driving. To really make it a habit and a discipline in my life is to be really rooted in that prayer opportunity. And I think something else that I would tell myself is don't be silent with your prayers feel free and feel open to pray for other people. Right, right. Like not just limit yourself in, I'm just gonna pray in a room by myself, but be bold and have faith and be praying for other people. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I've noticed with that last point that you just made, like if somebody's going through a difficult situation or something like that and they say, hey, will you pray for me? Yeah, I'll pray for you. And then you do it later. Mm -hmm. But if you actually change that up a little bit and pray for them right then and there, it makes like a whole world of difference, especially for that person, you know, because there's always the question of, will they actually do it? Are they actually going to? Mm -hmm. And then if you do it right there with them, it changes the whole attitude of the situation and it, it makes world difference yes and that's such a huge point because so many times we say i'll pray for you but then we just forget sometimes you forget we just forget yeah and to make that moment it becomes such a tangible experience and it becomes something that is so tangible and it's bold and it is bold bold. and it becomes something that that person holds on to because they've probably said it to a thousand people Mm -hmm. and they're going off of what you said this faith that they're going to remember and not that God doesn't know, not that God's not already active, but there's just something powerful of someone praying and praying with you when yeah. when we are partnering with one another. Yeah, when two come together, yes. you know what happens. Yes, God is in our midst. And so let's close out this moment just by you know doing what we're talking about, praying. So let's join us in prayer for a moment. God, we just thank you for your spirit. God, we thank you that your spirit is with inside of us, Lord, that you are moving on our behalf. And I just pray that you would touch each and every listener. God, that you would increase their prayer life, that you would give them a hunger to hear from you and to know you. I pray that they would speak deeper to you, God, that they would would talk to you with boldness and openness. And I pray that they would love you, God, and, and fall in love with you so much that prayer is simple, prayer is easy, Lord. And I pray that you would assist them, that you would help them, that you would aid them in this process, Lord. Let them be bold to not just pray private prayers, but Lord, let them pray publicly and let them see you move on their behalf, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us for this Q&A sermon. I pray that you would stick around, listen to our last worship song, and from there, we just thank you so much for joining us today. We can't wait until you're finally back in this room. I'm glad you're on our table, but we can't wait to see your physical faces in this room. So take a moment, worship with us as we continue with the worship team. Bye, guys.